Hello, and welcome to another episode of Serendipity Girl. I'm your host, Colleen, and I'm on a quest to discover and fix my thoughts on things that are not only true, but are they also noble, pure, right, lovely, just, excellent, and worthy of praise. And I'm so glad you've joined me. You know, it's Christmas season here, and the holidays are upon us, and as um, people are preparing to spend time with family, it's a wonderful season. And yet, when you look at the news, there's just so much, you know, war in um, the war that's going on between Israel and uh, Hamas, and uh, Ukraine war still going on. And just honestly, when you look at the news, there can be so much negativity. But I came across a happy story that I wanted to share with you guys briefly because I know everyone's having a very busy Christmas season. So thank you for the gift of your time. So this is a short little podcast today, but I came across a story of a woman who had just gotten engaged. And if you're like me, you've been busy watching all the different romantic movies that are out this time of year, um, Great American Family Channel and Hallmark and, and other ones as they all kind of jump into the industry. And I love a good romance. Well, this woman had gotten engaged. She got a beautiful, large diamond ring, very, very beautiful. And two weeks later, she lost it. She had stopped in a restroom at a rest stop and didn't realize that she had taken her ring off and didn't realize she hadn't put it back on. And she had left it in one of those family restrooms, which that's going to become important in just a minute. But she was devastated and dismayed as anybody would, having received this ring that the sentimental value alone, forget the value of what the ring was worth. And when she found out she'd lost it, she just she had to call in sick from work and she just went to bed for the rest of the day because she was so devastated over having lost something that had become so precious to her. And even though she knew she had insurance on it and that her fiance, you know, could replace it, it wouldn't be the same because it wasn't the actual ring that she was given when she said yes. So you can imagine how devastated and dismayed she was. So she took out um, a post on Facebook public and uh, she put flyers all over town, but she just was losing hope that she was going to find it. Well, 24 hours later, a gentleman who just happened to have uh, been at the same rest stop and because the men's restroom was closed, he went into this family restroom and he looks on the shelf and above the sink and he sees this beautiful large diamond ring and he said frankly i just thought it was fake but he he took he thought it was costume jewelry and he thought quote in the article who would leave a ring like this on a shelf in a bathroom so he took it home and then he immediately um started thinking well i'll ask around because he was local apparently and uh, he started asking around in the small town that he was at uh, if anybody knew of someone who had lost a diamond ring. 
and nothing happened there. And then he sees a Facebook post that this woman had sent up and he got in touch with her and they were able to meet at a public place um, and he was able to give her the ring back and she offered him a thousand dollars, which is what the reward was. And he refused to take it because he said that just returning it to her was good enough for him. And so I read that story and such a happy thing. I mean, what, what are the odds that losing a ring like that, it would get returned to you? Now, at the very bottom of the article, she said, you know, this really brought me closer to God because she was praying and praying and praying. And when she saw how God answered her prayer and returned that ring to her, when he certainly didn't have to, I mean, God's under no obligation to us in any way, but out of his love and compassion, he answered her prayer and listened to her prayer. She said, it's brought me closer to God. So such a happy story. I couldn't pass up, not serendipitously, um, mentioning here because I just came across it by accident. But, you know, I got to thinking about this whole thing of restoring what was lost and and someone saving and returning something that which was lost. And it's Christmas time. And for the Christian, which I'm a Jesus girl, Christmas really is every day. When you take away all the trappings and everything, which I love as much as everyone else, it really is the story of people who lost something. We all lost something. Uh, The Bible says in Genesis that when the first man and woman that God created, uh, when they, they enjoyed this perfect, innocent relationship with God, they had everything they could have asked for. He walked with them every day what I think we would call a a Christophany or theophany. Um, He would come down and walk in the garden with them every day and they fellowshiped. And then if you know the story, they listened to the devil who tried to lie to them and make them doubt God because he had made one rule that they weren't to touch this one tree and Satan tempted Eve and then Eve decided to eat from this tree. And then Adam, who was there the whole time, uh, but somewhat checked out, maybe. <laughs> he didn't want to say, Eve, don't do that. <laughs> he he um, ate the, the fruit true, too. True. He ate the fruit, too. And they lost. They lost everything that they had with God. Uh, because God had said, in that day, you will die. And it wasn't a physical death, although that would come later. They lost their relationship with God. They lost their closeness with God. They lost their beautiful home in the Garden of Eden where they were going to be with God and they lost the chance of of ever having a relationship with God because of the sin which their disobedience um, caused a break in the relationship and yet you see in the book of Genesis God has already come up with a solution which will unfold when Jesus comes to earth at Christmas time, and that's why we celebrate. And then he came to be our sinless savior and to restore that which was lost. You know, I think about in the story um, of Zacchaeus, you know, the short little man who 
was wanting to see this Jesus and he climbs up in a tree and Jesus stops and says, get down from that tree. I'm going to come and spend the day with you. And he caught a lot of flack for that. But the man, Zacchaeus, becomes a Christian. He puts his faith in Jesus as the Messiah, as his sinless Savior. And Jesus sums up this story by saying, today, and this is in Luke. um, I thought I put the reference here. But Jesus said to Zacchaeus, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. And that is the beautiful, true story of Christmas that we all were lost because when Adam and Eve sinned, they uh, inherited, we all inherited from them because they went on to have children. And every single human being has inherited this sin nature that causes us to sin and disobey God. And that causes our spirit to be dead to God and dead to the things of God and causes us to either live in ignorance of God or in rebellion against God. And yet, God is still to this day seeking and saving the lost. Uh, Read about it in the book of John in the New Testament of the Bible and you will see just how loved you are. And when you want to talk about the gift of Christmas, there's no gift that could compare to what God has done for us. So in love with us. He was so in love with us that while we were still sinners, like Romans says, Christ came and died for us. He didn't come to save us because we were good. He he came to save us because we weren't good and we were spiritually dead to him. We were dead people and he spiritually and he he promises that in John 3:16 that he loved us so much that he gave Jesus that whoever and that includes you should believe in him, put their faith in him as their savior, not trying to be good enough to, and do works to earn forgiveness and to earn a relationship with God. No, just realizing we're spiritually bankrupt, but Jesus came to give that which we need. He came to seek and save that which was lost and to restore us to himself and the Father and the Holy Spirit so that we could have that relationship with him that he had wanted from the beginning, which is why he created us. And so everything that we lost, that was lost in the Garden of Eden, all the way back in the book of Genesis, which is a fascinating book to read, even then God was planning to save all of us who would put our faith in Jesus, who would receive that gift. So if you've never received the gift of Jesus, Uh, Christmas is a great time to do that. And you can simply just read again in the book of John about what God has done for you through Jesus and simply tell Jesus in prayer. And it doesn't matter what the words are. He knows your heart. And if you even have a desire to believe in him, it's because he's already been drawing you. Like he says in the book of John 6, the chapter of John 6 about no one can come to me unless the Father draws him. So if you have a desire to be 
a child of God, to be a Christian, to to put your faith in Jesus. That is a desire that God himself has placed in you, and he's drawing you to him. So don't worry about the words, but you can just say, hey, I believe. I believe that, yeah, I'm a sinner. I do wrong things. I think, say, and do wrong things, but I can't work myself out of that. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing anybody else, humanly speaking, can do to save me, and I can't save myself through being good enough. But I believe you that God, you sent Jesus to die on the cross for me, and he paid for my sin, and I want to put my faith and trust in him and receive that gift of salvation and have a relationship with him. And then once you 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 pray something like that, it doesn't matter what the words are. If the words really mattered, God would have put a prayer in the scripture that says, oh, you must pray this prayer to be saved. God knows your heart. The prayer is really more for us, so we can kind of remember, oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that day. But it's the faith. We're saved by grace through faith. So this is Serendipity Girl wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, until next time, have a serendipitous and wonderful holiday season.